2: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for thursday january 6th 2022 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the second best baby blues in san francisco aka the engaged one at tim gettys
0: let tim host greg very happy to be doing the show with you not once but twice this week it feels like a little treat little games daily
2: treat. Yeah, I know. And you see, everything got, you know, flipped around. Things were happening out there. I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. It happened. It's here. Two mm-hmm. in the chamber. You and me. Two in the hole. Ready to go. You know, ready. So how has it been? How has my performance been now that I've been mm-hmm. back? All right. It's almost been a first full week of me back from paternity leave. Three months on ice. How about how have I been doing? Give me my I, employee review right now.
0: I like to judge Greg Miller's performance based on how much my hand is touching my face how much sure, face palming sure. is actually going on <laughs> 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 was that a treat
3: just for us kev or did the, the
0: audience get the luxury well, the to be able to see too. that
3: the audience got it too i don't know why it was so big
0: well you're welcome everybody merry christmas a couple weeks late little chris is, is what they call it uh but no greg you've been absolutely killing it um i my stomach has been hurting from laughing Good. from having us all together i feel like you are the glue that kind of makes everything louder you know what i sure, mean Kevin is the glue that keeps the it glue, together. glue but yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. glue that kind of like makes all of us like perform at our max oh, he's the you, spice, know, so here, you know what?
3: you're adding you're eating oh. potatoes and we're just they don't got no flavors suddenly you put a bag of spice in there and it's like whoa
2: that's the thing that we don't talk enough about right is that it if you eat a potato and you like a potato someone went out of their way to make that potato good because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you get a bland potato there's nothing worse and that's mm-hmm. that is the gamble tim i feel like i take every breakfast burrito from the place mm-hmm. where some breakfast mm-hmm. burritos i eat these and i'm like this is some of the best food i've ever had in my life other ones i eat and i'm like you shove so many bland ass potatoes in here they're dragging mm-hmm. down the overall taste you think i am you think you absolutely us... go for a cup
3: i was gonna say they, they thought they were gonna get us with the size we were gonna get this this burrito and be like oh look how big it's 90 potatoes and you didn't season it you
2: asshole, right? And that's the thing. Guess what? We're not in the middle of some kind of economic crisis, all right? I don't need to get the bang for my buck out of potatoes. This isn't the one meal I need all day long, all right? Don't try to do that to me. Don't do that. Make it spicy. Put something in there to make it taste good.
3: We might be in the middle of an economic crisis, just to let you know. What should I
2: do with the stocks and bonds?
3: Stocks
0: and bonds? Hold them.
2: Hold them. (laughs) Hold them? Okay, okay, okay. I've never okay. had a good breakfast burrito.
0: Nah, I've never had a great breakfast burrito. Okay. I've had ones that were, like, good. Wait. But my problem Did you is... ever have across the street, street... I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead, sorry. Just what you're saying with the, the potatoes. Like, that is the issue. And, like, yeah. just the level of dry to wet, all of that always seems off. I have found breakfast tacos... Fantastic. Sure, like I've, I've rarely had a bad breakfast taco. Like those the are the only time breakfast tacos wrong.
2: get bad. I feel like is when they sit too long in their own heat and then they get yes. moist. know exactly. they're way too wet. Mm. Don't yeah. like that one. But wasn't. otherwise,
0: those things are ten out of ten. But I, I hope that one day in my travels, I find a fantastic breakfast burrito.
2: Did you ever have the breakfast burrito across the street from IGN at Ironside? oh i crazy. did i did that, that didn't that didn't smack for you with the chorizo and the no, avocado it was fine it, again it wasn't it was bad avocado. it was just like yeah
0: it, it's you said it's one of the best foods you've ever had and i want to have that experience because i imagine sure. i love breakfast food i love burritos you put them together sure. just like curry up now we always talk about the indian burritos love, the yeah. i love chicken tikka masala i love burritos you put those together oh ho, ho, ho. sure Sure. Anyways, that die. iron side but,
2: burrito, man, I, I must have gained 30 pounds off it. You know what I mean? That, that was, I was. Uh, you were talking about being unhinged. I was addicted. I couldn't stop. You know what I mean? And I remember feeling bad for Audrey Drake because she sat across the barrier from me oh. <laughs> i would just be inhaling this fucking disgusting bur- not disgusting well yeah the way i ate it was disgusting <laughs> at like 8 in the morning well, i guess probably more like 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning but like she had to sit there and do her work talking about whatever fucking dumbass nintendo game she was trying to convince everybody mattered <laughs> Ugh! but i'm just tired of the awakening
3: what about la bomba from uh oh from underdogs underdogs oh my god one of the it had instead of potatoes they used uh, tater tots remember that
2: yeah i do remember that and i do remember giant that, yeah.
3: chunks of sausage i but even then they, sorry well i said when they took that off the daily schedule and made it at a sunday only thing i almost cried
2: sure yeah the problem is uh, underdog is another it, with the potato back we've come full circle to end it is that underdogs uh, a great burrito spot here in san francisco but yeah who's running the fryer who's running the fryer because i had had mm. la Bumba's that were the tater tops weren't crispy enough and i was like oh and then it's, it would go into the afternoon too you get the california burrito with the french fries in it i'd also have mushy french fries or there's there's there burritos that I, I had an out-of-body experience with at underdogs where the the fries were so crispy it was perfect okay. i'm watering right now thinking about it. i'm sorry
0: they don't even know who's running the fryer. place burned down it's a bad joke but it's real
2: <laughs> you know <laughs> what one of them burned down the other closed up now they got a new one over on ninth everything's great don't worry about it you know what i mean it took over the other the, uh, no a spot the burned down ones reopened though oh it did reopen oh i didn't know yeah, that that's good. okay good for them yeah. good for them mm-hmm. you know what else is good for you ladies and gentlemen because you got a video game news to hear about <laughs> we're going to talk about ghost of Tsushima versus days gone and why eight million doesn't mean eight million we're going to talk about the fact that there is a new Horizon Forbidden West trailer. We're going to watch it with you. And then I got some rumor mill things to talk about. We're going to get into all of this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that... Like this show, go to patreon.com slash kinda funny games. You can subscribe on patreon.com slash kinda funny games to get your name read on the show, to get your questions read on the show, to get the show ad free, to get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You of course could support us over on the Epic Game Store by using the creator code KindOfFunny. Uh you could use it on Fortnite on whatever platform you're playing on, Rocket League, whatever your platform uh, you're playing on. You don't have to give us money directly, but that would then help us get money. Uh, however, you could also watch this show on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and listen on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you, Uh, as we have said throughout the week, we are turning seven years old. Kind of funny, is seven years old. However, we're not doing a huge, mega celebration, announcing all the new shows, doing all the crazy stuff yet. We are waiting till we move into our brand new studio for that later this year. However, tomorrow you can come celebrate seven years with all of us on January seventh. That's right, Friday after Kind of Funny Games Daily, we will be doing an extra long, supersized stream on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games where we play Mario Party, we eat pizza. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on blessing sick i don't know if he'll show up to play anything and he keeps accusing me and saying he's better than me at Mar or every's golf but has he actually made it happen has he actually put it on the schedule no you try to call him now and he's on an airplane so you can't talk to him so we'll see uh anyways that's all happening tomorrow uh twitch.tv kind of funny games uh you can get later of course on our archive channel youtube.com slash kind of funny plays if that wasn't good enough for you to celebrate seven years of kind of funny there's brand new merch up on com slash store you can get our new line of clothing of course each and every month this year we're gonna have a new line of clothing this one features a brand new awesome crew neck sweatshirt that I want so bad and I saw it get delivered to Tim's house when we were over there talking to him and I Mm -hmm. didn't take it from him in that moment and now I'm gonna have to wait 13 years to get it yeah you can always come here and take the boxes off my hands Greg I probably will. This weekend, I probably will. This probably, I probably will drive over there. You know, bring the whole family down there. Get Benjamin down there. I. There's a crop top too. There's a crop yes. top hoodie. You bet your ass, I'll be rocking that from here on out. When Hell I yeah, stuff, you will. When I work out, I'll be all over it. Don't worry about that one bit. God,
3: when you work out, I hate that. That would be so I'll, 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 scary. I'll Jen make a video. Me huffing That'd and puffing on the pillow so on Senate You theme. in a gym, just. Oh sweating. me! The,
2: you know, I'm not going to wear it to the gym. Come nips on now, you down. Know, and stuff. nips down, nips
3: down. Well, I mean, I don't know. They
2: would definitely hang low, yeah, beneath the crop top of it. Uh, and if that isn't <laughs> enough, kind of funny talk for you. There's a brand new kind of funny podcast up right now. It's my return to the show, and Nick is crazy on it. Thank you to our Patreon producers, James Davis, aka at James Davis makes Blackjack and Pranksky. Today we are brought to you by Upstart Raycon and Express VPN. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The rope report. Uh, for some news. Ah, we got five items on the rope report. Uh, Baker's whoa kevin yes i love the energy uh number one on the rope report let's go back in time to yesterday when the one the only the roller skating marathon training game playing janet garcia told you about ghost of tsushima hitting uh, eight million sales of course playstation mentioned this during their uh sony press conference at ces uh, that ghost of tsushima had crossed the eight million sold mark uh that of course was a news story we talked about that was a twitter post that a million people put up and That very uh, Twitter post about the eight million sales got quote tweeted by the one, the only, Jeff Ross, who you might remember formerly of Sony Bend. He was the Days Gone game director. He quote tweeted it, wrote this, and a million tweets were fired to get (laughs) Days Gone trending once again on Twitter. Uh, Jeff wrote, at the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and a month and sold over eight million copies. It's since gone on to sell more and then a million plus on Steam local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment and again he's quote tweeting the fact that hey here it is we're saying or ghost of sushi was sold eight million and it's a huge success It's getting mentioned on a ces stage then he's saying of course uh, days gone sold eight million and it was made to feel um a disappointment a failure uh this of course activated the days gone army uh if you haven't been paying attention of course huh the horde tim here's my problem with not being in the room with you
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that you don't get enough credit for the puns Thank for you. the quick turns of phrases. And the problem of course, is that when we're doing a show in the way discord works, I hear you say something, but I don't, I can't make it out. Or if you were next to me, right? If you were right here saying horde, I would understand exactly what you're saying, but there, so I, I can't wait to get to the new studio just to help to do the, ah, you got him. Well, it activated that. the Thank days you. gone horde. All right. The days gone horde. Uh, that was then in the comments of, oh my God, This is outrageous. This is a game we all love. You know, critics had it wrong. I can't believe that it sold eight million copies. And of course, as we know, in quotes, right? We have heard through reports and stuff like that that Sony Bend is not doing Days Gone too. Uh, they have moved on to a new IP. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Jeff Ross here and John Garvin have already left uh, Sony uh, Bend. They were the you know the higher ups in charge of the project. Eric Jensen still there, one of the higher ups on the project. Um, it's basically kicked up all this dust, though, right? Ghost of, Sushi's, Ghost of sushima's moment of eight million sold. This is huge. Has now become this thing of like what the fuck day's gone and all the days gone people are mad Tim mm-hmm. you saw this yesterday I assume because you exist in the world in the video game world what no. was your initial knee-jerk reaction to it um it was a
0: surprise I would say like just surprised that he's coming out here like with this energy you know because like putting this out there on, on on twitter.com it's gonna be like you know, you see a lot of talk about the main character of Twitter of the day sure if you want to be the main character of Twitter and all of a sudden, Jeff became the main character of, of yesterday's discourse, right? Um, but really what that means is Days Gone became the the main character and, and became the the main discussion point. Uh, in terms of what you were talking about of it taking away from Ghost, I don't think it really does. Like Ghost, no one's gonna be like, oh man, it sold eight, but sold in Days Gone. Is it really that big of a success? It doesn't work that way. It oh, only oh, works not that way. To, to bolster Ghost, right? And, and to make that seem like uh, a success that everybody kind of, can rally behind and love Sucker Punch, kind of making a, a new IP and doing the Sony thing of knocking it out of the park, it getting really good Metacritic scores, it's selling well for a new IP, all that. On the other side, you have days gone. And I, I feel like what surprises me is the 8 million sold. That's a big number, right? I think that when it comes to exclusive IP on uh, the, the the main three, the big three hardware, um, the, the sales numbers are almost expected to be a little bit higher right because it's like these are the big targeted big marketed pushed games um and you look at it on the nintendo side with the switch and it's just like every single time a, a nintendo ip comes out it, on the switch it's kind of expected to sell more than it's ever sold before on any other system sure. uh with rare rare exception uh but we've kind of just seen that happen over and over and over even things like luigi's mansion right where Luigi's mansion three it's all, almost a 10 million at this point Great i think game. like fantastic game uh but even I saw Imran was tweeting a couple days ago about um Hyrule Warriors uh, on the Switch and how it sold like uh, a couple million copies which was like a a surprise for that type of game but there's just this like level of sales that just naturally kind of occurs and if it doesn't then it's like a major flop with days gone eight million is still getting into an upper echelon of PlayStation exclusive titles PlayStation exclusive titles sell well, but it's rare that you get the God of Wars or the Spider-Mans or Horizon. However, that rarity is getting a little, little less rare over the years when more and more titles keep getting added to this echelon, this tier of of what the sales potential of an exclusive can be, right? Yeah. But I do think that obviously sales aren't everything quality of a game perception of a game there's so much that goes into this to what makes a success quote unquote so this quote here of local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment what's interesting is what was disappointing about it
2: well here's the thing I want to go off of right is that I agree with everything you just said and I think there's a deeper thing and yesterday I mean, and, and I understand you talk about Jeff being the main character, and also you started with, like, it's a weird take to do, right? To kind of air your dirty laundry in public kind of thing. I get it in terms of, like, it seems like a shot against Sucker Punch from Jeff. And for the full disclosure, I've talked to Jeff multiple times throughout the year. I've covered PlayStation, Sony Ben stuff. He's always been a good guy to me. I don't think he was doing this as an affront in any way to Ghost of Tsushima or anything like that. I, I, I don't think, think so his- either. i I think his point though is trying to defend the fact that he made this game that he's proud of right and there's this double standard in terms of what ghost did and then of course what days gone did and eight million not being eight million however i think there's way more to this and i don't and i'm not at all attacking jeff's point of view here i just want to expand on it because i saw so many reductive takes last night on twitter from days gone fans who were like we were robbed this is bullshit what the fuck to then just quote tweet jokes about it of just like blah blah but missing the point here of what we always talk about and so i'm greg miller i've covered video games for 15 years i have never made a video game i've never sold a video game i've never marketed a video game i don't know 100 percent what i'm talking about but i think i do based on conversations i've had with people and at least to give perspective to it in a way 280 characters can't do right so i think what's important is you have to look at this and i think i'm saying this is a reductive take to just immediately dunk on it to turn around and do this i'm going to start my conversation about why i think there's nothing to be outraged about here and why it makes sense that to Sony, to PlayStation, Days Gone is a disappointment, but Ghost of Tsushima is a, is a, a success. I will start with my own reductive thing to give you the framework I'm going to work with here. This is not what I'm saying apples to apples, but framework, right? If today's Kind of Funny podcast went up and on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny, it got 30,000 views, we would go, oh, shit, that's a breakout episode. That's really successful for us. If the Rooster Teeth podcast went up on YouTube for Rooster Teeth and got 30,000 views in its first day, they would say, something's wrong with that video. Take it down and re-upload it. It didn't get nearly what it should do in terms of numbers. This is not, I'm being reductive. As I already said, that's not the actual point, right? I went to Wikipedia this morning. As of 2019, uh, Wikipedia says, uh, Sony Ben, Days Gone Developer, has 130 employees. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Sucker Punch, they have uh, 160 employees in 2020, right? But stick with me on where I'm going with this. Now, imagine you are PlayStation. Now you'd be Herman Hulse. Back then, you'd be Sean Layden, maybe Shuhei Yoshida, depending on where we're at with Worldwide Studios, right? Sony Ben comes in. They say, again, uh, Days Gone came out in 2019, April 2019. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it went into development in 2013-ish, full production in 2015. But for argument's sake, to get greenlit, right? 2013, Sony Ben walks in. They pitch you, hey, we want to make Days Gone. It's going to be Sons of Anarchy meets The Walking Dead meets an open world, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? New York Times, October 2013, Walking Dead premieres the highest rated show of TV season. Sons of Anarchy, 2013 had its highest average viewership. The finale in 2013 and 2014 were the highest and then the highest in terms of viewership. And in 2013, The Last of Us comes out. Zombies. I know we're all over it now, and it's a normal thing. But at the fucking moment, zombies were huge, right? So hey, we're we've seen people saying they want a Sons of Anarchy game. We know people love zombies. We are going to combine those into a multi, a triple A, multi million dollar project. We're putting Sam Witwer, who people know from TV, Star Wars, you name it, an actual actor. We're putting him in the role. We're doing this. This is what it's going to be. And I think you go, oh my God, yeah, let's make that game. That sounds like it's going to be fucking huge, right? Then you go to lunch with Shuhei. (laughs) You come back. Sucker Punch walks in, right? And they're like, hey, we just came off of infamous Second Sun and First Light. Beautiful games. You know, maybe not the most impressive, but... This is up on Infamous. We've made five superhero games. I'm including Festival of Blood and I'm including First Life. We've made five superhero games. MCU is heating up. Superheroes are the biggest, are about to be the biggest fucking thing behind zombies, maybe right over it. We'd like to make a game about being a samurai in feudal Japan. (laughs) And we're going to cast it with all Japanese Asian actors. We're going to be super authentic. We're going to do this whole thing. And Sony goes, All right, cool. That sounds like a fun art house cool triple a triple a video game but like that's an uphill battle to make that popular i think right there is what the crux of this issue comes down to is that we all always talk about on this show oh this game did x amount or i i really wonder if they think that's success i'd love to be a fly on the wall is that game a success to them i come out and tell you that i just as outsider think the expectation for days gone sales expectation would have been dramatically higher than what you would have had for Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is an uphill battle to make people is this going to be a thing? Do people want this? While well, people say they want an Assassin's Creed uh, Japan, but Assassin's Creed is a proven entity. That's a proven IP. You're coming out and doing this. Days gone we're the people, we're the we're PlayStation. We gave you The Last of Us. You love the Walking Dead, Sons of Anarchy is cool. There's so many popular in-the-moment touchstones. And I'm not saying samurais aren't popular, Japan, Japan, isn't popular, but it's a different audience and a different thing going on. And so the, I think that's why you'd get to the point that Jeff Ross is there and hearing that Days Gone is still eight million units, and people are like, Oh, that's great, but it's not as good as it could have been. Let alone the fact, and this is a harder one for me to nail down, please. com slash wrong, if you can get better stats than I could. Again, Days Gone comes out April 26th, 2019, right? Uh, then in May 2019, they announced that like the next week in June, Days Gone was going to be part of the Days of Play sale and go from $60 to $40. And as far as I can tell, that's the first time the the price dropped for Days Gone. And granted, that was only for like, I think it was 10 days, two weeks, something like that. Not by any stretch of the imagination, like it went to 40 bucks forever. But Days Gone has been on sale a bunch of times since then. A bunch of times since then and i would and i again maybe i'm talking out of tournament, but i'm pretty sure lower than 40 dollars, and that might be a playstation plus discount or whatever blah blah blah. i'm also coming out and telling you that i think the days gone fan base who has rallied against the critics and been like they got it wrong this was a great game i thoroughly enjoyed myself yada 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 are making people continue to buy this game but they're buying it when it's on a sale and they're going like oh well $40 here for what I I imagine I want to say would have been 20 bucks at some point uh, right here. DJ Brad chill says I grabbed it at $15 for some point they're buying this game. Yes. And, enjoying it probably because their expectations are so low you are on the internet you are listening to a podcast ladies and gentlemen you understand that there is a and there is b there is good and there is bad there is no room on the internet for the discourse in between there we make a days gone review it goes on for an hour and a half or whatever it was about me talking about the things i enjoyed but didn't enjoy about the game that shit gets thrown out all you remember is that greg miller didn't like this game which is another reductive view of my own review right there's a thing going on here that means the eight million and again that uh, this is me greg miller just industry pundit the eight million that days gone sold i don't think is equal to the eight million that ghost sold and even to drive this point home further right john garvin again head of sony ben uh you know one of the faces of days gone who has since left right he went on uh david jaffe's youtube uh show i didn't write down the date but it's been in the last year last calendar year or whatever right and this is the thing he said there right and i'm Putting quotes together, there's probably in between there. I do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest, and it might piss some of them off. If you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, "Yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PlayStation Plus. Whatever." I'm just saying you. you I'm just saying you don't have to buy something you don't like, but don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch. It's like God of War got whatever millions of sales at launch, and you know, Days Gone didn't. I'm just speaking for me personally as a developer. I don't work for Sony. I don't know what the numbers are. Right there, John's talking, obviously, last year after he'd already left Sony. He's talking about Days Gone at launch. This is what they're talking about. They're, and this is what they're talking about, I would say, back to the very original point here from Jeff, who at local studio management always made it feel like it was a big disappointment. I'm saying that their disappointment was that this game was supposed to be huge and this game was not huge. I don't know what their internal pro- or what Sony's internal projections were in terms of we're getting behind this, we're doing this, we're going for this. He says local studio management, making me think it's people who are there managing Sony Bend. If I'm Sony Bend, right? And again, I'm Greg Miller. I've covered PlayStation my entire time. <laughs> I think Uncharted Golden Abyss is a really fun game. I think Resistance Retribution was my favorite Resistance in the series, right? I like Sony Bend a lot. Those games, uh, you're looking seven uh, days gone comes out seven years after Uncharted Fight for Fortune. Did you play Uncharted Fight for Fortune on your Vita? Did you love it? Do you ever hear anyone talk about that? It was eight years after Uncharted Golden Abyss, a game, again, I liked on the Vita, but you don't hear talked about it ever from PlayStation. And then before that, it was Resistance Retribution on PSP in 09, Logan Shadow in 07. Again, local studio management made us feel like 8 million was a big disappointment. We are making a game with some of the biggest property parts in the world. We have been in Naughty Dog Shadow. We have been in Insomniac Shadow. We have been making PSP games that were fucking great. Logan's Shadow is a great fucking game. I enjoyed it so much. But that was a PSP game. Did you play it? Like, Sony Bend, local studio management, PlayStation, must have looked at Days Gone and been like, this is going to be, and it wouldn't have been at the time, but now you know what this means, their horizon their spider-man their game that is going to break the mold and say oh shit their ghost th- that's going to break the mold and say oh my god sony bend is a real player sony bend is on the naughty dog level sony bend is et cetera, et etc and that didn't happen and so i don't uh, this is a long way and this is why this conversation wouldn't happen on twitter this is why <laughs> podcasts exist i saw all these t- takes last night and i was like man this is reductive there's so much more going on but for me that's why 8 million doesn't equal 8 million why ghost success is is uh, days gone's disappointment
0: well the thing is like not only is like twitter you know uh limited to the characters but even then even on a podcast and stuff you can still take things in or out of context and it is still at the end of the day someone's perspective i mean even you taking the quote of um him on the the podcast talking about you have to buy games at fucking full price it's like it's so easy for us to take that and talk shit about it and like Uh, talk about all the implications that 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 train of thought has sure he's just talking about his perspective as a director or a a, yeah director right of um of days gone of this game that he obviously cares about and he's the one that has to deal with people tweeting at him day in and day out about where's the sequel why isn't there a sequel all that stuff like everyone has their own shit that they're dealing with that they're trying to go through and i just think that you when you are going through shit you got to be careful about what you say because if you put your foot in your mouth it's not the old days of just, "Oh man, a couple of people around you are going to be like, that's a weird take." It's going to be people on new shows breaking down every single word you said and following up and bringing it back in context years later um against the new thing you're saying. I just think we're in a interesting place. Obviously, Sony Bend and at least the the dudes that left are hurt by this. They wanted that. they believed in this game. They believed this was going to be the horizon and looking at the sales numbers and all this, they they think that they got robbed of the respect that they feel like they deserved. Do they deserve that respect? That's not for me to answer. I don't know. They feel like they they should have got it, right? Uh, but I do think it's important to note that, like you said, Greg, eight million is not equal to eight million necessarily when we're talking about success. Success isn't yep. just sales, success is game award nominations, which days gone. Did it get any? I know the ghost did. I know the ghost won some things. So it's like, those are the type of things where it's like, so many elements add up to mean more than just a sale of course exactly
2: and uh, you know and again to your you, something you said there like i get it i get it especially again you know we're talking about john's comments on jaffe's podcast and then jeff's comments here on twitter like i fully get them leaving playstation and then still having this audience come and for john's quote of like buy the fucking full price like that comes from a place of hurt that i understand i understand that he's left playstation or even when he was still there but people are tweeting and being like man this Days gone is actually really good and he's like why the fuck didn't you believe us when we told you know what i mean like there's this conversation of like you've missed the boat and you can't help us now i get that i get the pain they have over this and you know like any video game you ever get is a miracle it's a miracle that that thing came together to get so to work on this for i had it in my notes up here how many years wikipedia says six years of development on days gone right to work on it for six years and again To pitch it in 2013 and the walking dead is the highest rated show on tv and you're like we are gonna fucking go and then as you work on this game you see walking dead start to fall right you see the zombies not go away but shamble away not go away but their potency their you know importance in pop culture start to fade a bit and it's like fuck like you know what i mean like there's always that did you miss the boat you try to catch i mean uh, you you say that and like
0: that's all true but there's just so much even more context within the context of Okay, you're going to launch this game as a Sony title. So now you're not just competing with zombie things in general. You're competing with another first-party Sony title that is pr- a proven entity with mm-hmm. The Last of Us. Uh, of sure, sure, they started working sure. on it back in, in 2013 or whatever that was. Last of Us 1 comes out, one of the greatest video games of all time. <laughs> great sales, great critic reception, great award winner, great positive talk from the community it's like it had it all it now has an hbo show coming right yeah. like the opposite way of getting uh from uh turning a show's popularity into a game this is a game's popularity into a show and then last of us 2 comes out right around days gone there was like a, a almost one-to-one type of comparison of just extra elements on top of it and is that fair i don't know but it's reality and that's yeah. how it happened and 100%. sony doesn't have 20 different studios working on this tier this uh caliber of video game there's only what six and i think that this was ben's chance to like be the seventh
2: we'll see uh you know i can't w- they are working on a new ip that's what's been uh reported uh kicked around and stuff like i am i i again i i, I think sony ben makes great games I think Days Gone uh, was a miss for me personally. I think there's a bunch of stuff I would do differently. But I also, that was one of the reasons personally I was hoping there'd be a Days Gone too. It's kind of like the order where it's like, yes, okay, cool. It didn't work, but it could. Like go and change these things, do that. So all the learnings they've had from Days Gone, I hope they go and apply to whatever it is next and go. Because again, Resistance Retribution, Uncharted Golden Abyss, all the Siphon Filter games, like they're a talented studio. I want them to have that breakout success. I want them to have that moment. And I want it to be not that, i want them to have this huge fan base it's like oh my god that's great and not the fan base they have now that has a chip on their shoulder that they feel they were robbed of a sequel that they were robbed of the limelight for that game that they love in days gone so mm-hmm. interesting stuff to be sure tim you can find all sorts of interesting stuff on patreon.com kind of funny games uh you could go there you could write in and be part of the show you can be a patreon producer you of course get the post show we do each and every weekday but most importantly for right now you could go there to get the show ad free Speaking of ads, Greg Way, let's have a word from our sponsors. Using
0: the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station. You're probably fine, but it could be a disaster every time you connect to an unencrypted network you're basically giving someone else the keys to your personal data like your passwords your financial details the passwords to your financial life and it doesn't even take much technical knowledge for someone to hack you but expressvpn creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your data and the world that'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past plus it's super easy to use you just open the app and press a single button i've been using it kind of fun he has been using it it's keeping our internet safe and i love that i love it so much i love how easy it is to use and i love that i just don't even need to worry about it secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-vpn.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months for free by going to expressvpn.com slash kinda funny what would it feel like if we were finally free of high interest loans or credit card debt well upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online whether you're looking to pay off credit cards consolidate high interest debt or fund some personal expenses upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date rather than looking only at your credit score upstart considers other factors like your income current employment and credit history to find you a smarter Rate. One of my really good friends did exactly this, and it helped him out so much. Just consolidating all of his debt into one place, allowed him to focus and just take care of it. And now he's debt-free, thanks to Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today. And when you go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny, that's upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart dot com slash kind of there's so much going on right now whether it's stuff you're excited about like traveling or stuff you'd rather avoid like traffic you can't always control the vibes out there but you can control the vibes in your own head when you've got a pair of raycon wireless earbuds in your ears uh with raycon's new everyday earbuds they look feel and sound better than ever uh one of my best friends james burke he loves these things he's always out there when he's running when he's playing his baseball he's a baseball coach so he does a lot of those two things and raycon's new everyday earbuds look feel and and sound better than ever. They've got an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for a perfect in-ear fit. Plus, you get three new sound profiles, so the sound is great no matter what you're listening to, whether it's a podcast like this one or some hip-hop or some rock or anything in between. Right now, Kind of Funny listeners, you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash kindoffunny. That's buyrayco ncom com kindoffunny to save 15%
2: on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash kind of funny number two on the roper report ladies and gentlemen let's stay in that play station destination uh we got a new horizon forbidden west trailer and i thought for a change of pace we could just watch it together i haven't Sounds watched good. it tim i, have, I, I don't either. know what's happening Great. Yeah, so, Kevin's playing it uh, while this is the tribes trailer. It says, Rise above our. Go ahead and play it, Kev. Rise above our ruin. The inhabitants of the world of Horizon are divided into tribes, each which has its own history and traditions. As Aloy travels the Forbidden West, you will encounter even more compelling characters. In this special short, learn more about the rich and authentic tribal cultures Aloy finds in Horizon Forbidden
1: West. At the eastern edge of the Sundown, the Osiron stake their claims on the frontier. Tinkers, builders, revelers. Meanwhile, the Karja guard their border, afraid of what lies beyond. In the Forbidden beyond. West, in plain song, a red blight consumes the fields threatening to destroy the cycle of life and rebirth the utaru sing to heal the land I should know him will save them <laughs> and further west the tanakh three clans this is what I expected each is different as the lands the they dominate
0: oh, okay. I-, I thought it was going to be a little bit more like Here's After what
1: the VR side is. They now claim well, this is in the VR game to a fragile peace oh. faced with a new enemy. Regala and her rebels. Yet as deadly as they are, there are rumors of an even stronger tribe.
2: San so Francisco tribe kind counterpart.
1: Searching for secrets oh,
2: gang. on the very edge of the West. Uh, Horizon, of the Horizon available February 8- 18, twenty three. <laughs> awesome. yeah, I, I didn't
0: I didn't realize a new trailer came out for Forbidden West. I thought it was the trailer for the VR. No, trailer, you think Horizon, the Call like, of the Mountain? 15. You're thinking call Horizon? Call of the Mountain, yeah. the Mountain from, uh, no, That this looks was- awesome, and it's coming so soon. Oh, dude. crazy i can't believe we're gonna be playing that next month like that's nuts
2: the watching that is and this isn't obviously you tell me horizon's coming a new horizon's coming out i'm excited you tell me ashley's back you tell me uh gorilla's working out i'm excited that's the first time where i was like palp- palpably like oh we're so close like oh i can't wait to play this oh i can't wait to meet these people you know what i mean Interesting, i think yeah now that we're actually there we're on the doorstep of it and of course not this week's ps i love you but next week's ps no i'm sorry not monday's ps i love you but a week from monday's ps i love you we are doing the horizon book club so if you want to play through horizon uh the first one zero dawn to get ready for it go for it i know i need to get a refresher on it but man that is so close and i can't wait that looks great obviously a slower trailer but we've already seen a bunch of the combat we've already seen so much of that i I appreciate them trying to give you a hey here's how the world looks and how they're trying to break up these different communities
0: yeah, I mean, for me, it was the gameplay that they showed at the last state play. the last time they, they showed it at a state of play where she's grappling around, whipping around with all that melee combat and stuff. That's when I was like, damn, I think that this game's like really, really, really going to hit for me in a way that the first game I enjoyed a lot, but I didn't think it was this like spectacular experience but it's also the context of breath of the wild was right there and i'm a nintendo guy and the switch was there like all of that my energy was very much there uh whereas this i'm like damn this really looks like uncharted 2 compared to uncharted 1 to me
2: yeah exciting we don't have to wait long like i said playstation 4 playstation 5 february 8 for now let's move on to number three tim you're gonna be excited about this one you can celebrate the 35th anniversary of castlevania with nfts uh, we're gonna to go to gamesindustry.biz where danielle Partis writes konami has announced a set of nfts to commemorate the 35th anniversary of the castlevania series the company is planning to auction off 14 different pieces of artwork from the franchise via nft marketplace OpenSea starting january 12th kevin that first link i have up there actually is the site that shows them all if you want to show quote konami memorial nft is a new initiative to share content that has been loved by players all over the world for many years the firm said in a statement quote as the company's first project in this area and with nfts and blockchain technology in its infancy konami will continue to explore the new developments and listen to player feedback following this initial collection end quote tim how many of these nfts can i put you down for
0: i just i don't even understand like what what our life is about to be the next year greg are we just gonna have to do this nft conversation every day like no, some we'll do the morning.
2: normal thing where now it, it peters out and everybody knows what it is and then it's just done yeah it just sucks
0: it just sucks that here hey konami what are you doing pachinko machines like we have to go even lesser than than that at this point to get a uh, conversation going on this show i don't know man this sucks like just give me a good <laughs> castlevania game come on you <gasps> know I, it's just like especially you know just to try to turn this conversation into a slightly interesting one that's not just the same ass shit we've been saying over and over and over like konami man where y'all at like there was so much potential you have so many ip so many great games that could potentially be made and there's been some good decisions recently getting the castlevania Advance collection that's mm-hmm. awesome i didn't ever really think we were going to get those games in a package uh delivered to us to be able to be able to play it on modern consoles that's all great but keep up that energy let's keep going with Get the ports of old games. Where's Metal Gear Solid 4? Let us play it on a modern console that's not through the PS now. Come on, guys. Like, there's just so many easy wins. On top of that, what about remakes? Where is Metal Gear Solid remake? On top of that, what about new titles? Where is a new 2D Castlevania? Like, there's so many options. You know, and we're only talking about Castlevania and Metal Gear here. Like, what about Silent Hill? What about whatever PT potentially could be? Like, all that stuff. I don't know.
2: All I heard is that I'm going to bid on Castlevania Boomerang versus Death. Because there's a little clip here he throws the boomerang. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I could own that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm watching it right now, but I don't own it, you know? It's not the same. It was not... Number four on the Roper Report, Activision has finally responded to the Raven Software strike. We're going to go to games, in, or stay at gamesindustry.biz, where Marie De La Sandri writes, in a statement sent to gamesindustry.biz, an Activision spokesperson said that Raven Software's management has been speaking to employees. Quote, Activision is deeply committed to the well-being of all our teams, including our QA workforce, the statement read. Raven leadership has engaged in dialogue with its staff to hear concerns and explain the company's overall investment in development resources. As previously announced, we are growing our overall investment in development and operations resources and converting nearly 500 temporary workers into full-time employees across our studios, the largest conversion in Activision history. For the 12 temporary workers at Raven whose agreements were not extended, we provided an extended notice period, including payment for the two week holiday break, and we'll be working directly with those that need relocation assistance. Activision is full, I'm sorry, Raven is full of people dedicated to improving the culture at Activision, and we look forward to partnering with employees to do that work. If you had missed stories we had talked about before, of course, I'm going to go to the original part. As the Raven software employee strike enters its third week, staff claim Activision's leadership, Activision Blizzard's leadership has not been in touch regarding their demands so this has been an ongoing situation that activision has finally responded to and apparently is talking to uh leadership over there but we will keep you abreast of the situation i mean, again it's a dead horse to beat but treat your workers fairly and don't fuck people over <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much all it's come down to, right, Tim?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, the, this isn't the answer, but positive steps forward. Like things are happening. The more these things are being discussed, and especially with Activision, which is you don't get much bigger if you even possibly can. And with all of the spotlight on them, and all these issues being like ironed out and addressed at the very least. I think it's just going to make a stronger, more vibrant industry, more diverse industry, more supported industry mm-hmm. in the coming years. And yeah, we're just we got to get through this rough patch together. And hopefully it that's sooner than later. And hopefully it results in, again, I keep saying this, like from the AAA, quadruple A space all the way down to one, two person teams. Like even one person needs to be able to take care of themselves and make sure that they're, you know, like you listening be, to all this yeah. stuff and understanding like that there's you you got to take care of people.
2: 100%. And again, I think it also is empowerment to what you're talking about, right? Where if you can see the Raven software strike actually get changed from Activision, actually get them to notice it, then yeah, that can extrapolate out to all sorts of studios, right? And whether it leads to unionization or whether it just leads to them talking together about how they can support each other as workers and then make management support them, that's a good thing. Number five in the Roper Report and final for your thursday it's rumor has it ladies and gentlemen i got two things that are just rumors normally i want to put them into kind of funny games daily but when there's I two of them it. you might as well put them and yeah why not we talk about it and then if it actually happens you go oh i heard about that as a rumor and if it never happens you forget about it. everything's fine That's we'll great. start with nibel who actually reports on um young man named jeffy grub grub uh mm-hmm. jeff grub of course works at uh giant bomb he used to work somewhere else he still does I think Dean Takahashi's his boss. It's all very confusing. But Jeff Grubb has a giant bomb show, and on it, he said something to the effect that Nibel is now saying Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order 2, likely to be revealed before this year's E3, possibly around May. The quote uh, Nibel gives uh, Jeff is expect to hear about the game in a significant way before E3. End quote. Tim, do you believe it?
0: Star Wars Celebration Anaheim is moving to May 26th, Kevin's birthday. Kevin, 20- happy birthday.
3: God damn it. <laughs> that worked out really well. Your yeah, timing was.
0: <laughs> you fucking fuck. Uh May 26, 2022, uh will be Star Wars celebration. That would uh be just weeks before E3. We we do have a date for E3 2022, but I don't know what it is. Um it looks to be love it stretch it do it you yeah got I don't it. know I don't know this is not as easy to find as I thought it was going to be uh, uh but... according to GameSpot E3
2: has not or ESA has not revealed the E3 2022 date. interesting interesting well whatever you got to imagine
0: between one and two weeks earlier um I imagine that that is where we will see if this event happens uh that is where we will see Jedi Fallen Order 2 if Jeff Grubb is to be believed and I choose to believe Jeff Grubb
2: yeah uh it makes sense right 2019 for Jedi Fallen Order obviously we've all been waiting with bated breath for another one that game was so fucking good uh they put out the playstation 5 uh, xbox series x versions of it stuff they've been they did a bunch of updates to it it's been a success they've talked about that clearly there will be another one and i think yeah it would make sense to get out there tease it now if not you know have more to it i mean i love it i can't wait i need this game in my life this is like this is
0: one of those games where we keep talking about uh like early at the top of the show like these big prestige titles i feel like there aren't too many uh the third party titles that almost act as if they're first party Sony titles and Jedi Fallen Order is one of them and I feel sure. like the first game was so great that like imagining what the second one can bring especially with what next gen can bring I feel like that could be super damn awesome I'm excited to hear anything about it I just want to know what era is it in what story is this uh, like what timeline is this even going to be fitting in like where are we going to see Cal at like I, a lot of great questions I'm excited to hear more I hope that we actually see it in may and i hope that it actually comes out next year i feel like that'd be a fantastic thing to look forward to and obviously with COVID and everything everything's all messed up and who the hell knows but you gotta imagine that is the plan if this is
2: true right maybe they go nuts though it's you know they 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 tease it in may show the eda play in june and then release it in the fall come on give it to me please yeah yeah that sounds that's i imagine the plan right we said next year though this year is this year this year is 2022, it's 2022
0: yeah 2022, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're here. yeah 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 no i what sorry i was right there with you what i meant was may <laughs> yeah, play a little bit
2: more than the game released this year 2022 wow welcome to the future uh yeah i can't wait i can't wait to see more see what cal's up to I have fight Ogdo Bogdo again when he's a giant fucking frog. When I want to have to. Mm. Uh, if that wasn't enough rumor mill and rumor mongering for you, we're going to go to Tom Henderson. If you're not familiar with Tom, he's a freelance writer at VGC, IGN, and Real Gaming Intel. He reported last night on Twitter. Heard from multiple people now that The Last of Us remake is nearly finished and could release during the latter half of 2022. Well, with TLU2 multiplayer and TLU2 director's cut, I've heard they are coming too, but I don't know. Exactly when slash how, uh, them all releasing together could be a good compromise if God of War gets delayed to Q1 2023. Now he's in here stealing Greg Miller quotes, uh, but that's just speculation on my end for the moment. Uh, but I think the overall goal here is to drum up hype for the HBO show, which I've been saying forever. Uh, so we'll see if that happens. And to be honest, Q3 Q4 2022 for Sony looks a bit lackluster at the moment. So we'll see what happens. Exciting times ahead.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Q3 Q4 looking a little lackluster. I mean sony's q3 q4 usually is right yeah. i guess q3 is debatable of like like what are they talking fiscal q3 or they're talking just normal q3 all that stuff gets weird but um they're they we know they got horizon coming very very soon right yep. and then god of war is the the big question mark of will it hit this year will it make it into next we'll have to see um i wouldn't be surprised about this you know there's enough people talking about the Telu remake and all that that it it probably is real i still struggle to understand what it's going to be though like last of us remake is just such a weird thing because the game is not that old the remaster is even less that old <laughs> and looks fantastic runs fantastic look like are they going to change the gameplay elements people don't love that much because i don't think i would think so. you're yeah
2: they're, they're going in and making it look and play like last of us too yeah and then you figure then the levels themselves need to be Greatly expanded, right? When when I went back and played Last of Us before Last of Us Part Two, still a great time, still a great game, but man, it shows its age, and especially in its environments and the way you get funneled around. Like I think going in there and knocking down those walls and making it feel expansive, like Last of Us Part Two did, would go far to make that game feel not like a different experience, but probably probably make it feel like you remember it, like how you think you remember it feeling. Because I I did not remember Last of Us feeling and looking like Last of Us felt like when I went back and played.
0: I just struggle to imagine what that looks like in reality. like sure. of them just breaking down the walls like cool then what does what are you actually doing? What gameplay are you adding there? And like yeah, just taking the the kind of mechanics of last of Us two and putting them into one, that all makes sense. but it's not like it's gonna be as drastic a change as r e two remake versus the original r e two sure sure, you know, sure, and sure it's sure, like sure. that's that's true. why I'm kind of like caught in the middle where i'm I'm very excited to see this. I am ready to replay last of us again, even though i I did uh replay it leading into two as well like I'm excited for the show. I think all of this makes sense marketing-wise. Um, the Last of Us 2 multiplayer that they're, they're talking about here, like factions being a part of this, that's the the big question mark for me, is what's Naughty Dog working on? You know, Neil Druckmann during the break coming out, like tweeting, kind of just celebrating, but, you know, from that we can kind of take a couple words. He said, it's like, oh, they're working on various projects. There's there's things happening. Like, that's, it's interesting to think about, like, the t remake is according to Schreier, not Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. So then here with the t 2 director's cut,
2: that would be Naughty Dog? And then the multiplayer Wait, I got lost moved. in the weeds there. I'm sorry. Remember, it was supposed to be that The Last of Us remake was happening from San Diego. Not, the, not Sony San Diego, another PlayStation studio in San Diego that that guy left. Then it got passed back to Naughty Dog. So Naughty Dog's supposed to be do, finishing or whatever, the remake. Got it. Okay. So then all this stuff would just be Naughty Dog projects. Yeah. All three of these things the director's kind of, We don't here. know, but yeah, you would assume it's, it's that. Yeah. I still think it makes sense that all three of these are one thing, and it yeah, happens this year to get you excited for The Last of Us show, or it gets announced this year to get you hyped for a year of Last of Us. The show happens, and when the show ends next spring, which I assume, I don't know, I'm talking my ass on when the show is going. I don't know. If, do we have dates for Last of Us on HBO?
0: We don't. The it, It's still 2022, but HBO put out, it's like – 2022 sizzle reel and it showed footage and like at least logos and stuff, stuff. and last yeah. of us was not on it so uh,
2: okay. anyways i can see that when the show starts and then it ends that's when you when it ends you drop all this you know what i mean or when it's in the build-up to the end of the show mm. something like that
0: yeah well, i mean doing. it's i'm excited and i, I do think it's it's going to be one project but it, again it being one project makes me think that the remake element of last of us one is not going to be that extensive.
2: Yeah, exactly. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. And again, these are all rumors at the rumor mill. Take them with a grain of salt. And if they don't come true, send all your hate mail to Jeffy Grub Grub. Tim, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see the hate mail Jeff Grub gets. But that email is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grob shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah out today demon gaze extra on playstation 4 and switch team fighter no i'm sorry team fight manager switch justice chronicles on switch epic dumpster bear 2 he who bears wins on switch theater he who of bears on wins switch. I know. Marshmallows on Switch. Heaven Dust 2 on Switch and Steam. GTA Online players can now add a brand new car to their collection. The enviable uh, Pfizer Comet S2 Cabrero. Cabero, Cabero, uh, available Red to Dead. purchase Legendary Motorsport. Uh, also in Red Dead, it's a new year uh, with, this mo- with a month's worth of bonuses and more across the frontier, including free provisions to bolster a fresh start for all players. And then Electrician Simulator First Shock, the free-to-play prologue for the upcoming Electrician Simulator game is on steam today mm-hmm. new dates for you this one popped right as i think games daily ended yesterday nobody saves the world is launching january 18th on steam xbox xbox game pass on the series xs x1 and pc that of course is from drink box friends of the show guacamelee uh severed you know them uh i did a preview for nobody saves the world a long time ago now you can catch on youtube.com slash kind of funny games very excited for that one so so forward cool to
0: man shout out to xbox game pass
2: Once again, you know, I said this was the best week or the best drop for Xbox Game Pass, and it continues to be proven right to the point that even Blessing apologized on Twitter, which you don't see because he never admits he's wrong, and I appreciate that. It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, and that's Blessing. who He he confirmed his height on Twitter recently, too. He's a small man, but he's a big man in terms of, you know, his ethics and his character, I guess. I I mean,
3: I feel like globally he's average, globally speaking. Well, fine. He's an average man. Thank you. Thank you. An average I just, man. I just with a want to strike spirit. this stigma of five seven being small. You know, I mean, it's kind of globally speaking, it's bullshit. It's right you there. On the,
2: it's right there on the cusp, or whatever, or where it needs to be. Um, it's the average. See, really, what happened is I blame all of you for this. Is that I've never done the whole like you, you, the bag on short people thing. I don't feel like I'm a tall person. You know what I mean? Mm, and, yeah. and we've obviously known it's a big. Yeah, hang up I mean, for I, Nick. I,
3: as far as tallies go, you're not that bad. You know? And that's the thing is, hear me out,
2: Kev, cuz it, uh-huh. it was it's we always knew it was a big hang up for Nick. And so like we I never really made jokes about it or anything. Then you guys like Carbonian And Carboni turned it into a bit. Carboni turned it into this big thing. And I was like, you know what? I want to be part of the party. And I joined in and started, like, you know, giving Carboni a lot of shit to which he did DM me. He's like, I appreciate that I know all these insults have been building up in you for seven years and they were meant for Nick. And I'm like, you totally get it. He's like, just give it to me, give it to me. But then Blessing did this thing on Twitter and now he opened up the gate and now I'm doing it here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be this funny. I don't want to be the Richard Pryor of the company, but here I am just zinging. I guess you know what? Let me take that back. I don't want to be the Don Rickles of the company, but here I am just throwing the zingers out there. You know what I mean? I'm like Batman with Batarangs. You guys are getting hit and I can't stop it. And I wish I could. But why does the scorpion sting the frog, Kevin?
3: Because uh, it's a scorpion. It's his
2: nature. Yeah. It's a fine or whatever.
3: I mean, that was, cool. you didn't have to, you could have just been like, yep, it's a scorpion. But I mean,
2: I really thought I'd like, yep, it's, it's his, his nature.
3: I don't, what, this I is one to, of those things
2: where we were on the trapeze, like the Flying Graysons, and I, I it, 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 out there. I caught you by
3: your foot. You weren't expe- being expected caught by your foot, but I caught you, I you know what you I right. mean? <laughs> all, right, you, all right, all right, you kept me alive, Kevin, you did, you did. Tim, we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash
2: Games to go to, to, to kindofunnycom slash you're wrong and tell us mm-hmm. what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, listening on podcast services around the globe. We did very well today I'll have you know. Oh, uh, nanobiologist yeah. comes in with some more Days Gone info that's current. I had been talking about when the prices got dropped here he goes. Nanobiologist says Days Gone is at a is at a set price on PlayStation now of $40. It was originally launched at $60. It's also on sale on PC at $50. Just adding uh just adding that it is selling at a lower point and even froze at the lower price. Thank you Nano. Um Tim Buddy says, "You're not wrong." But for January, Jedi Fallen Order is free with Prime Gaming. There you go. There you go. That's good. Um, And then Nanobiologist says, Greg, you didn't disclose that Jen is running PR for Nobody Saves the World. You normally do this, just keeping the FTC off of y'all. Technically, Jen is not. Her company, Pop Agenda, is. But yes, you're right. Uh, Nobody Saves the World is a Pop Agenda represented game. I am married to Jen. But what I'd like to put on the record very clearly, all right, is that I have been on drink box i've been in a committed drink box relationship since they were the first people at a pax to show me let me you know i shouldn't say that they showed me something off the record i'm not sure if they ever told the story i think then they really shouldn't have showed me or whatever and so like i've been friends with drink box a long time way longer than papa jen has even been a fucking around. all right jen didn't even know what the fuck drink box was all right She's over there worried about making young Thor or whatever the hell Freemo's working on. Don't worry about it, everybody. But good point, <laughs> Nana. Yes, I did saying? say that I like the game. And when what I say I like the game, I should have said What
0: are you <laughs> saying? Why do you have
3: to be the way you are, you know?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. I'll rewind it. I didn't ask to be the Don Rickles of the company, but somebody had to. Mm. So I'm out mm. here throwing bad and comedy and video <laughs> that... game news and fun stuff,
0: See, you know? Who's Don Rickles? Rickles?
3: Who's the, yeah. What?
2: Come who's...
0: on. Tim, do you Don... know Don Rickles? Is Don Rickles the guy at the end of the Jackass movies that shoots out the
3: confetti? Oh, I love that guy. (laughs) I think you might be right. Is that no no, wrong? I think that's a real
2: man. No, uh, he's a guy I'm not super familiar with, but he's ripped somebody or other. Don
3: Don Rickles, Rickles, the insult comedian. Insult comedian. I don't. Mm. All right, so here's here's where we'll go. Everybody should,
2: is this? Yeah, that's Don Rickles. Don Rickles is hilarious. If you don't know Don Rickles, obviously he's very old. Uh, he's I think is he dead I don't know if he's dead you can google any Don Rickles thing you want right and he'll also I think Mr. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies you guys love
3: oh
2: no that however google any Don Rickles thing you want you'll find a hilarious one yeah but Don Rickles comes from that uh you know Frank Sinatra era right and Mm. all that jazz right those kind of the that celebrity Dean Martin (laughs) no that's good that's good here's my my favorite Don (laughs) Rickles story story though right Don Rickles, of course, this comedian, he so he's and he's running around the Vegas scene with everybody else or whatever. And so and it's a Don Rickles story. So I'm sure it didn't happen. Or maybe it did, but it doesn't matter. I like to believe it happened. But he was out on a date, right? And so he ran into Frank Sinatra at the restaurant they were at or whatever. And so Frank Sinatra, obviously like the biggest fucking thing at the time, right? Like, who's a big star right now that you loved him? Ellie Goolie or Goolie Ellie Ghoulie. Ellie, Ellie do- Goolie yes. <laughs> <Classic>. Imagine <laughs> Ellie Goolie of, of her time. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Frank Sinatra. He's fucking huge or whatever. And so he runs into him and I, I don't, he, they're, they're, you know, it's Frank fucking Sinatra. It's like, you know, the king of pop at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's like, hey, Frank, I'm sorry to do this, but can you like do me a favor? Like he's, he's an up and coming comic. He's not a big deal yet. Frank Sinatra is Frank Sinatra. Can you do me a favor? And like, they know each other a little bit. Can you do me a favor and come over to the table and just say hi? Just say hi to me so that the date I'm with will be impressed that you're there and like that you know me. And Frank's like, sure, I'll do the favorite kid or whatever. He's like, all right, cool. So Don Rickles goes and sits down and he's talking to the the girl. And uh, Frank Sinatra comes over and he's like, hi, Don. And Don, Don turns and goes, Frank, can't you see I'm talking to somebody? Get out of here. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is my kind of funny games daily <laughs> great. Remember, you can write in to be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games you of course can be a patreon producer you can get the show ad free on patreon.com slash kind of funny games and you can come watch Tim and I do the kind of funny games daily post show right after this on patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you have no Perfect. books toss or waste no big deal yeah
0: uh, just so you know what happened there like i i was like confused i was like who is the guy in jackass so i like googled it i was looking up and it's rip taylor yeah and yeah, then yeah. I, I was thinking i was like okay but they're they're kind of similar and that all happened within like I don't know less than 10 seconds and then I go back to listen to you and I'm like what the fuck is he talking about and you're talking about Frank Sinatra you bring up Ellie Goulding somehow and I was like trying to like get back to like what it, could he possibly talk about and I'm like I'm gonna look at the chat maybe they'll let me know and the first <laughs> thing I see is Justin 3 for him what the fuck is he talking about and I'm like fuck I've lost <laughs> I'm back baby <laughs> maybe.
2: Maybe. you can watch everything for free youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosteeth.com Listen on podcast services around the globe if you're watching live right now on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games consider are Giving us that Twitch Prime subscription, hang out and get what up next. It's Fortnite. Mike is playing Fortnite oh, with the kids, yeah. Joey, 7 They're gonna get up there, they're getting black Spider Man today. They're getting that black <laughs> Spider Man suit, know. aren't you?
3: No, not at all. We're not even close to that.
2: Oh, that sucks.
3: I don't want a of the kids
2: <laughs> until next time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been our pleasure to. I'm not above see, it. See,
1: it.